The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I, I want to flag a piece that was written by Gabriel Monaghan in the Independent. Gabriel Monaghan in the Independent. You can read it on independent.ie as well about ditching the car. And she pointed out that you could save about ten grand a year were you to get rid of it. How practical is it, though, for everybody? I guess it depends on who you are, where you're living and what your commitments are. But Janet Horner is with me. She's a Green Party councillor in Dublin's north inner city. Uh, Janet, you managed to give up the car, I understand. So how did that come about? Um, Well, I think like a lot of young people in my 20s, I I was quite keen to get a car at one stage and I thought it was a a great idea to be able to um, drive wherever I wanted and have the freedom at the weekends and et cetera, all the reasons that people want a car. But increasingly, as I live close to the city, it's not a practical way to get around. And particularly when I was working reasonably low salary jobs for a lot of my early 20s, it was costing me far, far more than I wanted it to um, and what for the purposes it actually served in my life. So I got a bike and I discovered that I could cycle, which is pretty much for free, oftentimes quicker, oftentimes much better for my health, my physical health, my mental health. Um, and I, on the back of that, decided that there really is no need for me in the lifestyle that I led at the time to um, be paying the cost of running the car in Dublin City. So I've been a great advocate and a great believer in the the power of running a bike ever since then. And certainly been free from the financial burden mm. of running a car has been fantastic for me. And I think there is increasingly more people with more diverse lifestyles that are recognizing just how great it is to be able to live without a car um, for a whole host of reasons, not least financially, uh, and that it actually can be possible to do so with kids, okay. um, but, with a diversity of lifestyle choices as well. All right. We, we want, I don't want to focus too much on the negative, so I was going to ask you about the difficulties. Instead, let me ask you about what, what are the other benefits beyond financial, as you said? Uh, well, for me, health, like my physical health, my mental health, I think are hugely improved for having an inbuilt 20 to 40 to sometimes an hour of sort of cardio exercise in the day. I think that's massive. The freedom it gives you as well to not be worried about being stuck in traffic all the time. A cycle commute is a very predictable commute. So I know, for example, it takes me uh, 13 minutes to get from my house to City Hall. And that's 13 minutes almost every day. It is rarely impacted by traffic or um, congestion at all. Um, and that having that predictability, I think, is huge. As a city, the, those cost savings trickle down. Like I know um, in London, for example, the NHS did a sa- study that says if they could get Londoners out of their cars and walking and cycling for just 20 minutes a day, it would save 1.7 billion in public health costs over 25 years, which is an enormous amount mm. to the public purse, not just the personal purse as well, of getting people to to look at the alternatives. Uh, what are the practical difficulties then, or are there any that you've run into? I think the the for I mean uh, there's a lot of reasons that people will say they need a car and I definitely respect that for a lot of people um because of the the barriers to alternatives at the moment so a lot of people will say and women in particular will say when they get when they have kids that is a time in their life that they choose to have a car if they hadn't done so up to that point because of the difficulty in the lifestyle you lead with kids where you might drop to crash at one point in the day to sports practice another point in the day to choir rehearsals later on to a friend's house for dinner and then back home again and that's a very difficult route to do um on roads that are not safe to cycle on and often by public transport so i think you know for for me as a city councillor and for a lot of us we're so so keen to see that infrastructure improve so that 
people can feel safe during those kind of day-to-day mm. journeys. Um, but certainly at the moment, with the infrastructure the way it is, a lot of people will say that is a very difficult day and a very difficult routine to live um, without a car. Yeah, and I, look, I'd probably be in that category. I, know, I have this long commute from Kilkenny to Dublin. It's, I kind of feel it's silly pointing that out, though, is the problem, because that's unusual. It's the other stuff you mentioned. It's the fact that we'd probably have to say to the kids, you're going to have to give up a couple of activities because the public transport infrastructure doesn't exist for us to get you from singing to gymnastics to hurling and then back home again to, to do homework uh, without a car. And it's those type of things uh, that we'd run into. I mean, we'd survive. Of course, we'd survive. But we don't want to have to tell the kids they have to give up activities uh, or, or do different things or not call to a friend's house. Or uh, And I want to actually get into this point now with Tom Cullen from uh, the Society of the Irish Motor Industry, Simi. Tom, the, the other issue we would have, we live in Kilkenny, is that, say, our in-laws live 30 minutes away, but this is rural Ireland. We'd be driving through. It'd be an hour and a half, two hours for us to get there by public transport. Yeah, absolutely, and thanks for bringing me on the program. Janet makes really good points. Like, it is about our behaviour and how we how we deal with our transport, and uh, we are beca- we are very dependent on the car, but we are sort of out of choices on that. So I do think we probably have to change our behaviour. You, as you said, you live in Kilkenny. It is about where you live. It is about the transport, public transport options that you have around you. So I live in Tremor in Waterford. So I can echo your own sentiment there. You do have to go to the schools. Often the schools are built outside of town now. Your shopping facilities are often outside of town. It's very difficult to get to them without actually using the car. So we've been sort of forced into becoming very car dependent. So I do think we can change our behaviour. I do think we can make choices about certain journeys that we can do without the car. But it is somewhat easier when you have an evolved public transport system as you have in certain areas of Dublin, that you can do that. But in many many areas of Dublin, it's not possible to use public transport either. And that's just by the way that we've evolved as a city. We we some comparisons similar to all European cities, but in many cases, London was mentioned. London has, London has a, a very evolved public transport system, and yet car ownership figures are still very high in London. So I do think we can get benefits from this. We can change our behaviour, but we are unfortunately very um, dependent on the car. And I think if we move to electromobility, we get more electric cars, we invite people into electric cars, we grow a good second-hand base of electric cars, and uh, and that's the best way that we can move forward. It's interesting because sometimes, I mean, that this this debate or discussion kind of descends into mudslinging because you, on one side you have someone suggesting everybody gets out of their cars and then you have somebody taking real umbrage at it. That, that there, there seems to be sense reigning here, though, an acknowledgement that this is great if you can do it, not viable for everybody yet. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I think in Janet's situation, she's had choices that she was able to make based on the infrastructure that was around her, that mightn't be possible in Kilkenny or in Tremor or urban areas of the country. But I do think there are trips that both me and you can take where we don't need the car, where we can get out of the car. Like Marco Castig is a, is a green TD that lives in Tremor, and he cycles with his kids to school on a sort of a chariot thing that he has on the back of the bike. Like sometimes I feel for him when he's doing that, but I admire him as well. Like he's making the choices. And uh, I just don't think we're along that journey far enough yet, but that's where we're going to get to. 
Uh, uh, Janet, I, I mean, uh, that there is this statistic, and, I, and forgive me because I don't know the exact figure, but, you know, it's, it's an astronomical amount of, of car journeys are kind of two kilometres or less. And it strikes me that that's the kind of the low-hanging fruit when we want to encourage people to get onto bicycles or to walk more often. It's those types of journeys, isn't it? Yeah, I think it would be what my vision, I think what a lot of um, our shared vision is for the city at this stage is that if you want to go to the shops, if you are going to school or to work that is a few kilometres from where you live, it should be easy, comfortable and feel safe to use a mode of transport that is not the car. And we know the safety concerns are a lot of the time the biggest barrier for people. Um, So, yeah, I think that there's a huge piece of the puzzle on the part of the city now. Um, and this is specifically talking to the Dublin scenario because that's where I am, um, but but c- across the country as well, to put in place that infrastructure so that everybody feels safe and doesn't feel they have to compromise either their own safety or the safety of their children, particularly if they want to walk or cycle to go about their day-to-day life. So I think that's a huge part of the puzzle and piece, uh, piece of the puzzle to get that infrastructure right. And then I think for a lot of people, you know, it is it is definitely worth considering. Could there be day to day journeys that they could take by another means, mm. um, and the benefits that they would get from that? And I think sometimes we don't think to quantify it that way because we see it as a sacrifice to be like, "Oh, I'm going to get on the bike and battle the weather instead of driving <laughs> in the car." Um, but there are actually huge personal benefits that you derive from making that choice as well. Janet, listen, pleasure. Thanks so many for joining us. Janet Horner is a Green Party Councillor from the North Inner City and Tom Cullen is the Deputy Director General with SIMI, the Society of the Irish Motor Industry. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.